episode five, hosted by Student Life and Campus Engagement. We are your hosts today, Esther and Roshi. We are joined here today by Jasmine Ratan, a third year fashion design student, but she's also a student leadership assistant for RU Leadership. She took part in organizing the virtual student leadership conference, peer coaching program, and several other workshops and tutorials um, throughout the year. She also is the president of Ryerson's Communication and Design Society and a third year representative of the Fashion Course Union. So we're just going to get started with all these different roles that you have that Esther touched upon just now at Ryerson. So being a student leader and what skills do you think you have developed the most from this experience and how have you used them throughout your program and or community? Well, firstly, thank you so much to Esther and Roshi for having me today. Um, Super, super nice to get to chat with all of you. Um, to answer your first question, uh, with all these responsibilities I'm currently juggling, I'd say that event management is the biggest skill that I have developed. And within event management, um, leadership skills, teamwork, and communication would also go hand in hand um, throughout the entire um, process, just because planning, as you mentioned earlier, the annual student leadership conference virtually for the first time um, during the fall semester during a pandemic was quite an experience and getting to work with so many different individuals virtually uh, really taught me how important communication is, how important um, understanding our team and really bonding with them and how we can work together to reach that common goal of whether it's putting in a successful event forward, whether that's leading a workshop or um, hosting a tutorial for, for some reason um for that would that's what um really pushed me to to develop these skills and um easily see these these skills being used in my program because i as as you did mention i am in fashion design and um a lot of our projects do involve event management whether that's photo shoots whether that's uh putting together music videos or um, fashion shows specifically, uh, I do see myself applying all, all of these skills, leading, leading teams, um, working, working in teams, communicating um, with a variety of different stakeholders. I see them directly applying to my program and the community I'm going to be moving forward to post-graduation. Well, like you obviously have many hats that you have to wear um, in the community and also at Ryerson. Um, is there a specific mark or initiative that you want to do before you graduate? Something that maybe future students can benefit or learn from after you're gone? The ultimate goal is to empower all students to pursue leadership and get involved on campus. So whether that's through work, extracurriculars, or, or both. Uh, because I truly uh, believe that getting involved on campus enhances our university experience and it allows us to build those connections beyond our program, uh, develop very strong time management skills and teaches us so much about developing ourselves um, as a person in our in our professions and academically. And whether it's through school, um, work or extracurriculars for me, it's always more about the experience that students get through this process rather than the end goal, because I know uh, that eventually we will get there and in some shape, way, or form, but the process that we are going to work through, um, my goal is always to ensure that it is memorable 
um, to anywhere, anyone I work alongside. I always do strive to make people feel valued, respected, and comfortable uh, when I work with them because I believe that everyone, everyone really truly deserves to be treated with kindness and empathy. And although uh, getting involved can seem like a daunting task, very time consuming, or maybe even something scary um, for some individuals, I, I've definitely learned that things that really push past your comfort zones are what lead you to the most growth and development as an individual. Um, my supervisor I'm actually currently working for, for our leadership, Adri, she, she once told me that when you, when you put some, put in what you, whatever you put into something is what you get out of it. And I think it is so, so true. The amount of effort that you really do put into a task does determine how rewarding of an experience it will be for you. And I definitely see myself applying this to like every aspect of my life. Awesome. That's a lot. Like, I really do believe that whatever you put into something is what you get out. And you said it beautifully. And to get a little bit deeper, I had a question when you were speaking and it popped into my head. Um, do you think people are born leaders? Or do you think it's something that we all just kind of can learn? Or is it something we're all born with? Or we just have to kind of get into it and find it? I, I truly believe that we are born with leadership qualities it's about awakening or like starting just finding that leadership within ourselves and I think usually when we think of leadership we think of a big position um or or being the president of something or or true um going like really extreme with with your involvement um but leadership can be as simple as taking initiative to do complete a task in your home, being that individual who supports your family. It can be being involved in your community, volunteering for something. Leadership is not is not that big, big thing that can't be achieved by individuals. I feel like it it is truly something that everyone has within them and it's it's just up to them to realize their potential as individuals. Um, I, I think it's a skill we all possess. Definitely. Yeah, so obviously you showed different characteristics of being a leader in different roles. So are there any role models you kind of look up to or have influenced you to be a great leader yourself? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think that the three most important people in my life uh, that do influence um, everything that I do and I constantly look up to would, would have to be my parents and my older sister. Um, I, every single day, just seeing them work so hard and so honestly and passionately towards anything that is given towards them really, really empowers me to move forward with that mentality and mindset in any single thing I do. Um, I believe that no task is big or small. I want to give my best effort um, towards anything, anything that that does come my way, whether that be this podcast, whether that be um, maybe just like a small assignment for school or anything, I I truly strive um, to to give it my best because I I believe that although our experiences do shape who we are, we are not um, we don't have to be the same person we are every single day. We are not held accountable um, for not not changing and change can be very positive in the sense that as we grow um, and each day if we strive to be better versions of ourselves um, we can we can grow as individuals in in our personal lives professionally and also academically um, and and yeah they just just everything everything that I've seen them do my 
seeing my sister get so involved in school and her pushing me to to get involved earlier earlier in my university experience um i'm i'm super super thankful for that uh because although i'm in my third year right now i feel like maybe i should have started even earlier because i enjoy and i've met so many different um people and worked and worked on so many amazing initiatives and events that i i think that like time's running out and like i've almost done my degree and i i still would love to do so much more no, it's never too late. And I think people can really learn from your experiences and realize, you know what, if any first years are listening, you know, put your mind to it and start leadership now and start kind of going into the community at Ryerson and getting involved. So it's kind of great that our, like, I don't know, our not mistakes, but the things that we didn't realize are things that others can like learn from. So I think it kind of fits great into my next question for you, which is, um, why do you think that uh, helping others is so important to you? And like, how do you think, do you think it's important that your leadership skills and being like a leader for students is going to be something that's a part of you and like what you do in your passions? I truly find joy in helping others. Um, but I feel like when I do help others, that may be for my personal joy, but it's also helping them um, by giving them that one positive experience, that encouragement. You never know how much something that you say or do can impact an individual. So my goal is always to make that interaction as positive, as as helpful as I possibly can. Um, an example I just say is Esther can attest to this, that uh, I was so, so involved with our uh, leadership conference planning committee and I really tried my best to ensure that everybody was comfortable everybody uh, felt respected everybody's opinions were heard and we all collaboratively moved forward in this project um, because when I do hear feedback from our team and knowing that I contributed to empowering someone or encouraging them to move forward and trying another opportunity on campus I opened up that positive perspective of them I encouraged them to uh, pursue something they might not have if if they didn't get that positive experience. Um, a specific example would be from one of our committee members. She was super nervous during our interviews, um, but she said, you just welcoming us and and showing us, like making us feel comfortable really helped me. And she she went ahead, went, went ahead and she applied to, to join um, Student Life. And that, um, it for me, was a moment of success, a true success that I was able to positively impact someone, encourage them to to get continue being involved on campus. And I think that's truly why I do help people is so that they can succeed as well as in, the, in their lives. I feel like um, more of this needs to be uh, shown in the world and also given without without expecting something in return. Yeah, I think that sounds great. Like, I think it's great to know, like, how you help students kind of attest to that journey and go towards something that they never thought they could before. Um, maybe, like, share a little bit about your journey and how that a student could actually learn from your experience, how you wanted and how you got to the position you are now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think I can talk about, I know I've been talking about leadership. Um, but I can I can share two ways uh, related to RU leadership. Actually, I in my first year I attended the leadership conference that I'm talking about organizing today. Um, in my first year, actually, I was super overwhelmed. I was taking 
Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure I was taking their six or seven courses during my first semester at university. I had early classes. I was a commuter student and I was um, just, there was a lot to juggle. And um, my sister actually introduced me to this conference and I ended up signing up for it, but I was very close to not attending because I had um, a very big assignment due the following, the following days, the next couple of days. And what kind of pushed me was her just like, encouraging me she's like you don't want to miss out on this it's going to be like an amazing experience and so I did make the effort to like commute on a weekend sure um but I'm so so glad I did because that I think that conference really sparked that empowerment within me to to pursue leadership on campus to get involved um the the takeaways that I got from speakers and um just others hearing other leaders share their journeys is really um inspiring for me and that really um, empowered me to get involved the following year. And then um, in the summer, at the end of my first year, I decided to apply for a position on RU leadership, but I, I did not know at that point that I would be organizing that same conference that I attended. Um, and so, yeah, I went to, and I applied for that. I got the role and I learned so much learning, um, organizing the conference first time around. And then I loved it so much that I, again applied for the role and now I'm in my third year and this is the second time around I did end up planning the conference it was although it was the second time around it was a completely different experience um I planning a conference virtually was was something something completely new and I'm pretty sure a lot of us can relate to just being um brought forth to experiences or like situations where we we don't have any experience um, and just learning from them, learning to work with individuals. Um, and I can actually say that the amount of people I've met this year virtually, I don't think I've met them in my first first two years at university. So it's so nice to uh, just hear and get to know so many different people. And I really hope that post-pandemic, I can maintain these connections and get to know um, so many other people as well. But yeah, that's definitely my story related to student life. And um, in terms of involvement uh, in my student society, I started off also um, in my at the end of my first year i applied to be a director on on the board of the rcds to represent my school um, as a fashion director and i was not sure about this process this was the first time i was going through this and um, i ended up applying for it and since there was no other student that had applied i i did um, get the position and completely new experience uh, being part of a student society but just seeing the events that they run and the community how welcoming it was how supportive it was um really pushed me forward to take on the leadership of being a president this year and i would not trade it for anything um the amount of kindness and the amount of loving people that i've met these connections are things that i would not have traded um just to have less work on my plate and i think that's something that students really um fear is like that workload and balancing that. But when you find something that you're passionate towards in life, I feel like you, that's where your motivation sparks. I think procrastination is, is something that um, sparks because of our, our lack of interest in something. So if you're motivated towards something, I feel like procrastination is out the window and you really can manage your time well and dedicate all, all that time towards um, what you're passionate towards. I think what you really touched on that was really important is the idea of virtually 
um, trying to become leaders still and maintaining these connections. And I can totally relate to that. And I was going to ask uh, advice that you would give students who are right now applying to these virtual jobs, either on campus or off campus. Um, how would you kind of teach them or give them that advice on how to be a leader virtually and still maintain, you know, uh, leadership skills, because it is a completely different world right now. And so I think it would be really interesting to see like your input and your insight on how you have adapted from the, the real world meeting people and really being using those leadership skills in the real world versus virtually. Absolutely. Um, my advice, and I think I've mentioned this a bit um, earlier as well, but it's never too early to start. Um, you might think you're in first year, you don't have the experience to be on certain student groups or even get a job on campus. But um, at the end of the day, these opportunities are there for all students. You uh, don't don't demotivate yourself by thinking that you don't have the experience. You're going as long as you're passionate towards um, what you're applying for and and your passion and your um, dedication can reach towards the other person, whether that's through an interview or any written prompts that you're doing, I think they they will give you the chance like I did get get a chance to to work as a student leadership assistant like I did get a chance to be a director on our, our student society um, and in terms of like connecting virtually you might think that like leadership opportunities you might not it might they may not be as wholesome they may not um, give you that same experience or that skills you're looking to achieve um, but I'd say I have develop these skills very strongly um, in a virtual setting because being virtual has pushed me to connect with each individual I'm working with on a one-on-one -on -one level. And I think when you develop that connection um, with, with students and also any, any faculty members you're working with, um, it truly, it's, it's truly very special and you really get to understand the other individual. So um, really virtual learning has pushed uh, the means of what it is to be involved because right now you can hop onto a meeting and and you can be present um but it's at the end of the day like it's up to, up to you how engaged you are in that meeting um and just yeah connecting one-on-one -on -one has definitely definitely helped me to do that Well, I think I can certainly attest to your positive attitude. This is the very first day we met during um, our interview. And especially seeing how you planned um, the student leadership conference, how you were so positive and helping out each person. I think it really does put someone in like a good position or a good positive attitude to continue leadership at Ryerson. So it's great to have you as a student leader. <laughs> yeah, I really can say that you do embody what it means to be a leader. And I think that everything that you shared with us today is very inspirational. And I think it's really important that people realize that having these like experiences and hearing them can kind of influence ourselves into awakening our own leadership skills. Because I, I didn't know I was a leader till very further into my academic career. And I think it was my fourth year actually at Ryerson when I realized that you know what, I do have the qualities and I have the, um, I guess, the, yeah, qualities and characteristics of a leader. We all do and we just have to awaken it. And I think that's a really good way to kind of 
finish that off and like, you know, know that we're all leaders. That's an important message. Absolutely. And yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for sharing that. And just one thing that I thought of um, while you were mentioning that was when we are going for these opportunities, don't be afraid of rejection or don't be afraid of not getting that position um, because at the end of the day, you going through that process, you preparing for that process has taught you something. Um, Maybe you got to the interview. Maybe you got through the application process, but even answering those questions, understanding and exploring a bit more about yourself. Because I feel like when you apply for something, it really helps you self-reflect on like, what are my skills? What do I want to do in this job? Um, That self-reflection is so important. And I I find that I've been doing that on much more of a regular basis um, because it's, it's helped me really discover what my core values are and, and what is my message in the world, how I want to support others. And yeah, just, just that. So don't be afraid um, of things not working out because in the end, you're still taking away something. You're still learning from something from that. So yeah, definitely encourage involvement on campus. <laughs> yeah. And I think that even if, you know, you don't get the job for a certain job that you've applied for, that interview process, like you said, those questions are actually great, like practice runs for actually re- realizing and visiting, okay, what do I want to do? Who am I? And I like, think that's really important because we we should take those like examples from those interviews and kind of ask ourselves those questions on a daily basis, because that's how we figure out what our passions are, what we love. And yeah, I think that's really important. So thank you so much for your insight. And thank you so much for joining us today and giving us a look into your life and your journey at Ryerson and inside of Ryerson. Um, I think that you should let this folks know where they can find you as well. Yeah, on Instagram for sure. Or whatever. <laughs> yeah, for uh, sure. Like, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, Instagram. You can find me on Instagram. My it's my first name dot my last name, um, Jasmine dot Rattan. And if you do forget that, my my Ryerson email is the same. It's my first name dot my last name at Ryerson dot ca. Um, if you're ever looking just maybe for somebody as a mentor, or you just have questions about maybe things I'm involved in, or maybe just getting involved on campus, um, I I would love to chat and, yeah, help support in any way I can. Definitely, please reach out. We have so <laughs> many resources and people, and if I were you folks, I would definitely reach out because Jasmine seems like a wonderful mentor. Aw, thank you so much. It's been no a pleasure worries. chatting with both of you today. Thank you. It was a pleasure having you. <laughs> thank you. And I think for people who... Um, really want to get to know you a little bit more in your role. I think um, RU Leadership also does some postings of you before the student leadership conference. And I feel like that was a great way for me to connect a little bit more about you too. So um, I think that's a great resource for students to also go on to. I also want to thank you you again and our viewers. And don't forget to check us out every Tuesday at 1 p.m. at Ryerson Student Life Instagram Live. That's us signing off. Bye everyone and enjoy the rest of your day.